Well, now I have a new way to describe my awesomeness, shaky pudding. I'm Jackie. White lightning is what he got in prison. I'm Justin. Fuck off, not Burt Reynolds movies. I'm Sam, and this is White Lightning on Stinker Madness. Hello, and welcome to Stinger Madness, the podcast about bad movies for bad movie lovers by bad movie lovers. I'm your host, Justin, with me are always Sam and Jackie. This week on the podcast, we have delved back into some Burt Reynolds, uh, mostly via Sam. I think Sam has picked every single Burt Reynolds movie, which is kind of... That doesn't make any fucking sense that you face. wouldn't have ever picked one. I know. What? Because I... You've not picked a... I respect him too much. <laughs> He doesn't belong on this channel. Uh, he fucking does. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> uh, White Lightning, uh, currently streaming on Amazon Prime. I believe it is also possibly on Tubi. So if you don't have a Prime, you can probably check it out there. Uh, from 1972, starring Burt Reynolds, Ned Beatty, uh, Bo Hopkins, anybody else? Second unit director, Hal Needham. I don't even know who the first director is because the only one that matters is Hal Needham. Uh, what about Teats? Matt Clark's in it. <laughs> yeah, some guy is named Teats in this. Uh, Matt, who? Matt Clark's uh, dude. Matt, Cl- Matt Clark's been in everything. Okay. And the guy who played Roy, he's somebody. That's that's Bo Hopkins. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not, that, Jerry, not Jerry Reed. Reed. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know they're in a movie together called It Comes Around? Okay. No, I didn't. Where they play brothers and every review is... Other than not being able to tell which one is which, you shouldn't watch this movie. But if you have experienced that Bo Hopkins and Jerry Reed could be the same guy, you should watch this movie and get very confused as to which one of them is which one of them. Fair enough. I like it. Uh, go, Sam. You tell us about White Lightning. White Lightning. A lot of people look at this as the beginning of the Reynolds in his heyday mm-hmm. sort of a thing. I kind of think that even though there's not car chases in it, because he did a bunch of hick flicks and he did a bunch of these car chase movies. Mm-hmm. And it's Deliverance. It's right? Deliverance. It's, it's Deliverance. Yeah. Um, I don't like that movie. No, nobody does, Jackie. That's the point. <laughs> and the other thing is, is this came out at the same time as Seamus. And Seamus is pretty badass, if I remember, too. Okay. There's not as much car chasing or anything like that, but he kind of busts some dudes up in that one, too. Yeah, his so fighting whatever... in this one was not as great. No, he mostly uses his body. Like, he he doesn't have really fists. He just launches his whole body into guys, and that's his fighting move. Like, he's, like everything is the top ropes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he got raped in prison, because that is not a good way to fight. Yeah, white lightning. The penis. Is it? White, light, <laughs> no, it's, it's not. not it's dude. moonshine. It's moonshine, shithead. <laughs> well, you know. Be... But way to have some fantasies about Burt Reynolds <laughs> no, and White Lightning. When, when you're a prison rapist, I believe, it's uh, perfectly acceptable to have a uh, double entendre about your wiener that also could imply something else. So uh, when you go to prison, you're just going to be like, they call me White Lightning. Uh, th- no, they're going to call me uh, Disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> That was rape. I'm like, I'm trying, guys. <laughs> you're like, the old yeah, gray like, mare just ain't what it used to be. <laughs> they, you, you're walking through and they're like uh, hitting their cups against the bars and they're like, hey, honey boy, I'm going to be in your butt later. And you, you go, you should call my proctologist first. I don't know if you want to even do that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's bad. It's real. It's bad. bad. Yeah. Uh, they say I'm one screw away from a butthole fallout. 
They, they. the team of they. proctologists. Yes, <laughs> they've had to keep it up there because of all the warts and the uh, the pustules that I get. That's that's you talking, not me. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure it is. Okay, seriously, why so, not? Joseph Sargent directed this because Steven Spielberg decided not to. Oh, that's right. Um, didn't he? Wasn't he working on something else at this point in time? Wasn't it? No, he was working on this, and then he did the Goldie Hawn car chase movie instead because yeah. he thought it was more interesting. Right. Um, and then Dick Sargent. I'm just assuming that this is also the beginning of Burt Reynolds, like making movie with Burt Reynolds people, because. Fucking everybody in this was Gunsmoke, and he was G- Quentin Gunsmoke for however many years. Like, this is just a bunch of people from Gunsmoke and a guy that used to direct Gunsmoke. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... And then his best buddy. And this is the movie. This is the movie where he goes into the drink to pull Hal Needham out. Uh, in the barge stunt sequence, Correct. Hal Needham crashed the car, became unconscious, and was going to drown, and Reynolds was like, that's my buddy, and he jumped in, and Tarantino liked this movie so much that he stole the music from it for Kill Bill 1, mm-hmm. in some sequences, Inglorious Bastards, and then decided, fuck it, I'm just going to make a whole movie about these two assholes. Yeah, oh, so and called it Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So it's pretty much just the song um, Bringing in the Sheep over and it's over and over again. Bringing in the cheese. Yeah, that's bringing in <laughs> the, the cheese. <laughs> oh, thank God it's cheese on a platter. That's not how Bringing in the Cheese goes. That's an actual <laughs> parody song. Like, you know, like uh, on top of Old Smokey. Oh, really? Covered in... Jeez, I lost my poor meatball when I let us sneeze. Yeah, it's a it's a children's uh, nerd. Uh, what are those called when you parody a real song? I don't care. Um, yeah, this is the movie that almost uh, cost us uh, uh, Smokey and the Bandit. Of course, Megaforce. We would have had no Megaforce if it hadn't been for Burt Reynolds. I mean, what kind of world would we Cannibal. live in if we didn't have a six foot three guy who should probably wear a mustache constantly because he kind of looks weird without one uh diving into the he was a good swimmer he's a strong swimmer the burt reynolds strong swimmer yeah thank god for him if this had been if this had been who else is an action guy in the 70s if this had been charles bronson he would have just looked at him and like i'm not getting wet (laughs) i'll need him would have died charles bronson would have just quietly punched the river <laughs> away from Hal Needham. Are you sure that's not Chuck Norris? I don't know if Charles Bronson has that power. He just mostly stands there and goes, I'm telling Ugh. you, you really got to, we really got to get hard times in front of you. You're going to change your tune on Bronson. Ugh. Water looks gross. <laughs> I don't think so. I'd rather not. Uh, the writer also would go on to give the script to Burt Reynolds, who, William Norton being the writer, mm-hmm. Burt Reynolds is like, no, this is shit. Why would I do this? And he's like, well, you get to direct this one. And he's like, I love it. <laughs> this is the greatest script I've ever read, Will, Billy. Let's do it. And that was his first. Uh, Reynolds' first directorial efforts were in television. It was probably, I think, the one of his three fucking cop shows. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that Hawk and BL Striker. I completely forgot about BL yeah. Striker. But he had done an ep- a few episodes or at least one episode of Hawk before he directed uh, 
Gator, but Gator was the first feature film that he directed. Oh. And then Stick was the last sort of of the heyday movies. He still did some stuff after that uh, as a director, but for the the Reynolds heyday ends at Stick and Sharky's Machine was of course squarely in the the heart of the Renard, the golden era Reynolds directorial efforts. Hey, speaking of Gator, I'm going to shock you two. Are oh, you ready? Oh, boy. Are you ready? I have got my movie for next week. Hey! It's Gator! <laughs> she came prepared. Yeah. Okay. For right. once, right? Yeah, we'll finally put that uh, the big debate to rest. But let's uh, finish up this movie before we discuss <laughs> the debate. The big Archer debate where you can't remember which episode, which part of which movie is which and which one's better. Yeah. Yep, the Archer debate. Okay. I'm going to be honest. I thought that two of these scenes were in fucking game. <laughs> they probably are. Uh, yeah, I mean, I thought the barge was in Gator. I can't. I was like, oh shit, that's not in Gator. Fuck. I think. I think if memory serves, Gator's much more him punching guys than driving cars this is the driving yeah, cars the other one's the punching guys this is a lot more sort of focused on the rest of the county whereas gator is about gator mccluskey putting his boot up everybody's ass mm. and jumping shit in cars uh gators before or after walking tall that's a good question. And it brings me to the this movie may have made six million dollars because what's more interesting what's more important in this period than walking tall versus the uh Reynolds business is that in nineteen seventy one we had Billy Jack. So these ones in seventy three ish they haven't decided to do the wide release like Billy Jack did. So there's like Gator's probably Reynolds' first one that he's like that. That guy has the right idea. I'm going to put Gator across the nation all at once. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, I would definitely say that, that Billy Jack is the foundation for this genre of movies, but White Lightning contributes a lot to yeah. all of them. And but, isn't Gator our lost episode? No, that's Gator Bait. Gator Bait. Yeah, okay. with Claudia Jennings that will... There is Gator Bait in this movie. There is. T- yes, there is. <laughs> Okay. There's also it's, it's like at the beginning of the movie. There's also yeah something else with a gator in it that I'm really unclear with, but we'll get there. Uh, anything else, Sam Boney? No, I mean that Bo Hopkins not being Jerry Reed yeah. things about the. How is that guy not Jerry How is Reed? He not Jerry Reed. I don't know. I guess he doesn't have a wonderful singing voice, but maybe that's the diff. Okay. Uh, White Lightning. Uh, basically, uh, how we got this set up is uh, it's Ned Beatty getting the opposite treatment from Deliverance. <laughs> Instead, he's the yeah. bad guy in the bayou. Squeal like I, a pig, canoe. <laughs> he's not. He's like, it's awful hot. I'm going to blow a hole in you. And then does. And you're like, oh, shit. I'm actually. Ned Beatty can kind of pull off anything, can he? He really can because he is a bad guy in this movie. Like, it really works. What was amazing to me is that they had this whole rowing scene, but the shore's not that far away. So, mm-hmm. like, why wouldn't you just put the boats in closer to where you're going to drown them? Because that's a lot of fucking effort. To pull an extra boat behind because, you. Because, Jackie, when you are a villain, you're not you're not efficient. 
Villains are very not efficient guys. Think about all the James Bond villains. They spend all those resources building their secret private island of bullshit, and then they sit there and they lecture you while they're trying to kill you. Quote, unquote, trying. I mean, think about the Joker. He doesn't even want to get Batman. He just wants to fight Batman over and over again and get punched in the face by Batman because it's his shtick. When you're a villain, the entire point of being a villain is the act of villainy. It's the chase not the rewards at the end. If you get rewarded when you're a villain, you just go back out and go do more villainy. There's no like, I've I've got all the villainy taken care of. No, it's the point is the villainy. Oh, so he just wanted to freak these two out before yeah. he killed them. You okay. gotta roll them out there and, and he's he's whistling, he's 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 whistling to bring in the sheep. Yeah, bringing in bringing in the cheese, you know, give him a little Give them a little Christianity before they go and meet their maker. Uh, that's that's the point. Not not them going glug glug. Once you see the light fade from their eyeballs, you're like, can't I just have that the entire time I'm a bad guy? I don't want them to die. I just want to watch the life drain from their eyes. Yeah. Slowly, slowly panic as the boat takes forever to sink. Mm -hmm. And you realize... He could have done this a lot more affordably. Mm -hmm. This boat has got to be somewhat expensive for this county. Yeah, I'm sure he's... Wow, he's, what an evil bastard. He's got access to some guy that's got a junkyard that he could just, you know, put him in a car crusher and be done with it. But that's not the point. He's probably got his own alligators. Yeah, right. I mean, Bricktop had those pigs, you know? Yeah. I'm just saying, villains are you gotta be you gotta lean into villainy. Actually, you don't even lean into it. It just comes naturally for you when you're as villainous as Ned Beatty's character, J.C. Connors, Sheriff J.C. Connors. Kick, kick you. <laughs> yep, gotta love people with just letters for names. Yep, yeah. Well, that's how you be a bad guy. Um, yeah. So uh, Ned Beatty's getting the opposite treatment. Um, he drowns a couple boys in the in the bayou. I didn't even realize there was bayous in Arkansas where this is filmed and takes place. But I guess there is. I guess so. Yeah. Anybody want to go to Arkansas? Like, Isn't that where the Ozarks are? No, that's Missouri. Oh, I have no reason to want to go. I there. mean, like. We don't have any listeners in Arkansas. I don't think we've ever had a single download in the entire damn state. So we can throw they, them under the bus pretty hard. I mean, Des Moines gets it pretty rough, but maybe maybe it's Little Rock. Do they have the internet there? Mm, I don't know. Good question. Or is it just, just all... I mean, is it still... When was the last time you even heard anything about Arkansas? I used to have to buy some... Uh, ADA Braille stuff from Arkansas. Okay. Because it was so cheap that I was like, okay, I'm just going to deal with this. And they'd answer the phone and be like, oh, how's it going? And then there would be dead silence. And <laughs> then a voice would come on and say, it's awful hard. <laughs> and then like 10 minutes later, I would be laying on the ground and the phone conversation would still go on and I needed like some fucking unisex bathroom signs. Oh my God. And it could have taken like maybe three minutes, uh -huh. but it would take about 45. Jesus. And then I realized there was no amount of savings that made that phone call worth it. Uh, yeah, we've, we've got your inventory if you'd like it. Hey, Carol. 
You got any more of that lemon drink? I sure no, could go you're... for lemon drink right now. You are talking in light speed versus what used to happen. You'd forget that you were talking on the phone sometimes. The pauses were so long. Excuse me. I was just sucking down some of this delicious lemon drink. (laughs) Oh, hot down here. I can't actually accurately do it because it would just be too much dead air. (laughs) My God. Yeah, it would just get edited in the uh, in the sh- yeah. in the shrinking process of the podcast. That's where Justin has to put in a note. These pauses are for dramatic <laughs> yeah. emphasis, uh, and I've had to speed up the tape right here. Pause, pause. Okay, so uh, glug glug, they drown in the bayou. Uh, meanwhile, uh, we get introduced to Gator Gator McCluskey. He's uh, in the pen uh, for being a shine runner. Um, isn't there a better name for? That, like, don't they have cool names? Bootlegger? Bootlegger, yeah, Bootlegger's pretty cool. Um, but Bootlegger implies, I mean, technically Smokey, or I mean, the Bandit was a Bootlegger as well. I mean, guys that go to concerts and record, like, yeah. deep cuts of Nirvana, those guys are Bootleggers. I think it's like, I mean, there's Rum Runners, there's, uh, Cocaine Haulers have some cool name too, but uh, Shine Runner isn't really that badass. They're hauling it too, they're not even really running it. Yeah. Right, moon holler, moon shot, tur, <laughs> moon shadow, moon shadow, moon shadow, moon shadow. Um, so he's. They he- finally caught that son of a bitch at the airport. What? I was like Cat's fifteen years ago, Jackie. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> damn it! I thought, well, he tried to sneak back into the country, eh? <laughs> All right. All right, so uh, he's he's wrenching on some uh, motors uh, because that's the tough guy he is. Uh, he's doing it shirtless. Uh, I've never worked on a car shirtless before, but I, I, you know, maybe it's time. Do you think that your mechanicing would get better if you took off your shirt? I worry about pinching a nipple in something. Like, <laughs> oh, Jesus, my God, are they like just sagging off of you these days or well, what? You know, you get pretty intimate with your motor when you're down there working, you know, and Maybe maybe you get a nipple stuck in a in a vacuum tube or something. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, I've got my penis stuck in many ma- vacuum tubes, you know, on accident. Uh, so why not a nipple? Maybe I'll like it. <laughs> <laughs> Make it tighter. You just get shit all over you, mm-hmm. and you wouldn't like the Gojo barely cleans right. your hands. What if you had that all over your whole body? Exactly. I don't think working on a car shirtless is. I mean, you're in prison. I mean, what are you going to do? Smell bad and be greasy? Oh, no. Well, he's definitely got a lot of baby oil on mm-hmm. in this scene. Mm-hmm. Or he's just sweating, like, profusely, well, disgustingly sweating. According to Sam, it's they very hot. Seemed like they were really hot. Everybody was sweating through the whole movie. So he gets told uh, by his cousin that his brother is dead. Uh and and she's like, it was that sheriff, J.C. Connors. He drowned him real good in a canoe. That actually, what the uh, the warden or his captain, I guess mm-hmm. they've got like teams in prison where he goes. They he's like, get on your good shirt, your cousin's here. <laughs> and then he his good shirt is dirtier than his <laughs> bare chest that he was using to clean an engine block. <laughs> 
Uh, and and it's also revealed that very early on in the movie. This movie has a lot of like uh, statements it tries to make for a car chase movie, which is kind of cool. Um, that he was drowned on account of him being a hippie lib. You know, sheriff said, "Don't come in here with that that talk about equality." Yeah. Well, the sheriff even says at one point in the movie when he's talking to his lawyer, right? Mm-hmm. They're trying to integrate our schools, and there's communism, and then they're trying to give the the black people the vote with their making us pay taxes. Yeah, yeah. and with their marriage, Wani. Yeah, this guy's a piece of shit. Oh, he sucks. Uh, J.C. Connor. <coughs> J.C. Con- like J.C. Connor really is underutilized. I mean. He dies in kind of a really oh, spoiler alert. Uh, like it's a shame. Like J.C. Connor should probably be like bigger deal. Like Lex Luthor. Wait, Ned yeah. Beatty. Lex Luthor. Well, that's weird. Um, yeah, he's just he's a bad guy. Okay, so um, Gator's like fuck shit, my brother. Uh, I so got- we get our first chase of the movie. <laughs> Chase. Foot chase. Very loose quotes. Gator basically punches a guard and then walks out the fucking front door. And then just starts running <laughs> yeah. through the fields like, I'm going to make it. What prison is this? And then there's like three guys that get out the bloodhounds <laughs> to go chase him. And his captain gets him right off back because he's like, what are you using those bloodhounds for? He's right fucking there running through the field. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing out there, so they could totally see him, and he's in white, mm-hmm. so he's just like a target, you know? Gator, where the hell do you think you're going? And it's not like he's getting any additional prison time for this, because apparently him and this yeah, he's a captain bro. are, yeah. they're bros. Yeah. You're getting good with the warden. Is he? I mean, I... The, it says warden in the, in the cast list, but he calls him captain right, he calls constantly. calls him captain. It's, I don't understand, but... Okay, let's, uh, let's do some hypotheticals here. Uh... If you're going to prison, you know, and uh, you're like, God, how am I going to survive in prison? It's going to be hell. And some guy gives you the bad advice that says, find the biggest guy you can and punch him right in the mouth, which then prompts you to get his, your ass kicked by all his bros. Um, what's your strategy? Do you try to get in good with the warden? Like, I'm going to be the warden's bro, and then that warden and I are going to be pals. I'm going to just try to be everybody's pal like Gator is. Oh, God. I have no skills that transfer to prison. So I would be like, please don't fucking kill me like every day. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I would probably just be quiet and try to keep to myself or join a religious group that would protect me. So like high school? (laughs) Yeah. So like high school in Idaho. And, uh, you know, like trying to integrate myself with a group of people Mm -hmm. that would protect me. And Okay. Sam? I would try to make more license plates than anyone has ever made in one day. You're too good at your job. Yeah. But then what if... People would just leave me the fuck alone. They're like, we could fuck with that guy, but have you seen how many fucking license plates he can make in one day? But then essentially... It is crazy. But then essentially you're Andy Dufresne, and the warden wants to keep you there. You're too valuable. You can't get out. You're in. Andy Dufresne was going to be there the whole time anyway. Uh, Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Okay. Um, I just wonder, like, when I when I got my DUI, I was the best butt kisser on the planet. Like, I got out of my DUI by, like, anybody in the system, my nose was firmly up their ass. And I got, <laughs> like, 
seriously. I had a felony too. DUI. <laughs> I crashed my car on the freeway and it made the goddamn news and nothing happened to me. And it's not because I was white. I was it was because I was like, I'm very sorry. <laughs> so maybe I don't know. I think I'd kiss the warden's ass. This is what I'd do. It also helps that you were in a state that the governor that was the current sitting governor had done exactly <laughs> the fucking true. same thing true. twenty years ago. <laughs> That's very true. Okay. Uh don't drive drunk kids. It's bad. Um so he he's like, Gator, get your butt back into prison. Gator's like, all right. So he goes back over there. And he's like, wait a minute. If I got in here because of fe- breaking federal laws, maybe I can get out of here by breaking federal laws. I like your thinking, Gator. This sounds like a fun movie. And so they call up the feds. And the feds are like, well, that J.C. Goner, he is a piece of shit. If you can get him on... Uh, various charges. No, no, they're only looking for tax evasion. Tax evasion, racketeering. Uh, don't get him on that murder. Yeah, we don't they, care about murder. They can't get him on the murders. Yeah, but they can get him. Well, technically, murder isn't a federal crime; it's a state crime, right? Unless you murder across borders. <laughs> Unless you murder across borders, and the FBI is coming after yeah. you. Is that like doctors across borders, but you're a murderer across borders? Right. Right. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, so that's why that's why they want him on the tax evasion and the racketeering, because those are federal crimes that you can get him on. Do you know what a serial killer that kills in multiple states, do you know what their favorite song is? Mm, Eastbound and Down? No. 50 nifty United States from 14 original colonies. Shout em, em, nail em. And he's like, because I checked off 43. I- <laughs> Fear, fear. When I, when I close, serial killers, what festive jest? When, when I go to sleep at night and I have to close my eyes, it scares me. Sometimes I see her looking at me while I lay there, and I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Nobody's gonna help you. Somebody call someone. <laughs> I live with the psychopath. Okay. All right. So, um, uh, so they're like, yeah, get him. Uh, we'll give you a bitchin' ride. <laughs> and uh, let you run, go meet up with, with some rednecks and do your thing. And a very nice attache case. Yeah. Ooh, at, oh, that's that's what she hones in on rather than the bitchin' ride. <laughs> Sam, what is this card? Card. It's an LTD. It's an, is it an LTD? It's an LTD with a 429 in it. Huh. I thought the LTDs were a little bit more boxy at this point in time. That thing is not a sexy... It is a four-door shit it brown LTD. It is not hot looking. It's a turd. It is a brown turd. This is the Ford car, but what's under the hood is boner-inducing. Yeah, and I think it's the LTD was... Did, did they do the Galaxy LTD for a while? Oh, yeah, there was a Galaxy LTD. got the LTD. extra long trunk. Is that what's going on there? Yeah, so the, it's not an LTD. This is a Galaxy LTD. Yeah, it's got... It's a giant-ass car, but it's got all of the... She's got it where it counts mm-hmm. under the hood. Yep. Well, he needs a giant-ass car because he's going to be hauling shine. Yeah, she's, he's, it's a shiner car. you got to have a big car. you got to stiffen up those shocks. 
which which does impact, which is another compliment for his uh, superior driving skill. Because when you stiffen up those shocks, she doesn't handle as good. You got a big load of weight in the back end. Well, you're you're oversteering all over the place. But he is so good at driving that he's uh, equipped. Too equipped to quit. Uh uh-uh. So, um. <laughs> Goodbye, go meet this guy at uh, the racetrack is what they tell him to go do. Um, He's instantly chased by cops because he's like, this thing has got about 375 fire-breathing horsepowers, horsepurs, and uh, I'm going to race it. (laughs) I'm making it towards that county line. One of the first... uh he gets the car from him and he flips him off and they had to animate out his middle finger. I can see that. There was also a couple, uh, Ned Beatty, oh, yeah. Ned Beatty, uh, during, when he meets Ned Beatty the first time he says, uh, what's the two thing? I'm scared of only two things, women and cops. And Ned Beatty says, uh, yeah. And I bet you're trying to hump both of them all the time, which is like, Mm, hump what and then he says fuck you can clearly see yeah. a mouth fuck you can see burt reynolds say something else when he's like you're a penis uh-huh listen up you giant ass and then ned Beatty also says well that's a bunch of stuff stuff what is this die hard 2 on tnt yeah it is Why? It's die hard 2 on oh, they, they must be going for the pg because there's no pg 13 at this point in time I don't know if they knew what they were going for when they started making this and they were just like, well, probably can't have a lot of swearing or nudity. Right. But why? Because of the kids, the context of this movie is not kid friendly. It's about killing a cop. That's not kid friendly. (laughs) I don't know. I'd let my kid watch it. I I would also, but it shouldn't be. This should be an R rate. Like, let it loose, boys. This is an R rated movie. Why go for the PG? It doesn't make any goddamn sense. Well, it's a bunch of stuff. No, it's a bunch of shit, Ned Beatty. God damn it. When did Rated R happen? Uh, Rated R was after the, the code breakup. The the USAA, the, the start of the MPAA yeah. uh, was R. It was G, P, G, and R. And then X until the NC-17. I, I like Rated X movies. And then the PG-13. Uh, you like rated X movies? Mm-hmm. Name one. <laughs> uh, that one about the pirates. The one about the pirates. The women pirates. The one about the women pirates. Pirates of the Horribian Three. <laughs> yes, that's it. Horpocalypse. <laughs> uh, Midnight Cowboy. It's rated X. I've never seen that. Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good movie. Um, the one where uh, Ivory Keitel's cock comes out. It's rated X. I do not know if Who's That Knocking at My Door is rated X, mm-hmm. and I also do not know if Bad Lieutenant is rated X. Uh, I'm pretty sure Bad Lieutenant is rated X. Uh, okay. Yeah. Something else was rated X that I recently learned about that I was like, really? Really? Okay. Mm. Um, Frank and a hooker. <laughs> too many exploding hookers. Okay. So, where the fuck am I? Oh, he he goes into town. He ditches these cops. He's too good of a driver. They're like, shit, where'd he go? Um, And uh, he heads to his mom's. And his mom is like, don't do anything stupid, Gator. I can't take another loss in this family. 
but I totally want the ashtray that they've got on their porch. Oh, I didn't notice it. It was like, like you know, that big brass... Uh, Spittoon? It, kind of, but it, it's like a freestanding... It almost looks like a bird bath, but it's got a handle on the top of it, so you can take the ashtray out and dump it. Mm, yeah, okay. But it's made out of brass, and it's just sitting there, and it's got like some kind of animal on it. And I mm. couldn't tell what the animal was, but I was like, that reminds me of the unicorn fireplace thing that I just got. Jesus Christ. And I was like, I kind of want an antique ashtray that looks like that now. So I'm going to be looking for one. All right. Fair enough. What do you what, what do you think the McCluskeys are doing all the, with all their cash? With all their cash? What makes you think that they have some Because he's cash? talking about bringing in the crops. Mm-hmm. They've got like tons. There's tons of crops in their fields. Mm-hmm. And he's supposedly later on in the movie, we find out that he has the best taste in moonshine there is. What are they doing with all that cash? Who, Dad or Gator? Ma and Pa McCluskey. Uh, uh, farming's really expensive, so it I, is pretty expensive. I would think that. So we, he's moonshining to pay for the farm. I think so. Yeah. Well, then fuck the farm. Fuck the farm. Just moonshine <laughs> and keep the cash. Right. Yeah, but Sam. But then you can't get the six federal... bits for a pint. I'm very. Ned Betty said so. I mean, What's the difference between that and three dollar government stuff? I'm very confused about the economics of this movie as well uh should we i mean four different times i write down is the paperwork to go legitimate that hard i mean six bits for a pint how many pints are you gonna get in the back of a galaxy ltd that's three bucks right isn't six bits no it's a buck fifty yeah is a bit a quarter is that what we're hoping here so Uh, okay on account of our ignorance uh yeah, I think I think a bit is a quarter. Um, so a buck fifty for a pint. How many how many pints are you getting in the back of a LTD? They had like sixty gallons in the back. Okay, how many pints are in a gallon? Twelve. Eight. Twelve. Okay, twelve. Twelve. Twelve times sixty is six hundred and seven hundred and twenty. Well, uh, it doesn't 720 matter. Seven hundred twenty times a dollar fifty. That's seven hundred. Uh, it's about a thousand. He's got about a thousand bucks. I guess if you're hauling a thousand bucks a day, that's not bad. No, and also Ned, Ned Beatty says three dollars for a government fifth or six bits for a pint. What's the difference? And mathematically, there really isn't. So, like, what? What's the hold? Are they just so anti-government that they're like, fuck you to fuck you? Yeah, I got to drink this stuff that could cause me to go blind. Because here's the thing about moonshine. A, it doesn't taste good. B, it's deadly poisonous. (laughs) Horse shit. The best goddamn whiskey we ever had was six-week-old chicken feed fucking moonshine. In Dave's garage. Yeah, but we made that. No. Where did it come from? Jennifer's uncle made that. Okay. But somebody we knew. Somebody that was really good at making moonshine made that. And it was like, oh, my God, that's good. I mean, but the thing about the prohibition was that everybody died. It's because they were making it in fucking radiators Because and that's shit. what happens when you go yeah. like, hey, Gary, can I get some? I mean, we know how the drug trade works. Like, it's cut. Like, they cut that shit. You don't just get go, go out on the street down to your cocaine store and buy good cocaine. No, you get crap cocaine at the cocaine store. So you're going to do that too with the moonshine. Those people don't have your health in interest. They want to turn you into a junkie and moonshine will do that. That's why we know Paul McCluskey makes good stuff. And also like you could go out of your way to cut it with poison, but normally they just cut it with water. Yeah. Cause poison is expensive. 
You can yeah. get water out of the tap. Poison's not expensive at all. It's in your river. You just go down to the if river you wanted, and you put a piece. There, oh, there's poop in this river. Well, it's poison. I mean, it's called dysentery. Or an animal died up river. Now you got anthrax in it. Oh, Justin, that is nature's mineral water. <laughs> <laughs> that, that way you can advertise your moonshine as being mineral moonshine. Shit, we were getting yeah. uh, uh, proof of about 38. Now we're getting proof of about 79. You could cut it with your piss cheaper, mm-hmm. and it would be safer than trying to round up some poison and stick it in there. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I would never, ever trust a moonshiner. If I made moonshine, I would totally pee in every single thing that I sold. Why not? <laughs> because who well, fucking cares, right? Right. And then everybody would be like, wow, I mean, I don't know what makes your moonshine so different. I'm like, pee I, I'm not buying moonshine from some guy out of the back of a truck. Or the trunk of a Galaxy LTD. Not happening. Because at this point, you're like, I can't trust you because it would be so much easier to make a lot more money selling this legitimately if it's good. Right. Like, it doesn't make sense. Pay the three fifty for a pint of JD. I don't want JD either because it tastes gross, but I at least trust it. It's going to make my stomach hurt pretty bad cause, um, because of the ulcers and stuff. But you know what? It's not... Brewed in the back of a Galaxy LTD. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't make sense. Okay, anyways. It, I mean, like, these pints should be a lot cheaper. <laughs> you know, I, I would just like to point out that we're 37 minutes-ish into this thing, and we haven't even got to That's okay, because I only have a page and a half of notes. Oh, okay. There's not I a, don't even have a full page it's, of it's notes. Gator McCluskey wanders around, mm-hmm. sexes it up, yeah. drives mediocre sometimes so here i like we're back at his parents house still and i know this scene doesn't have a lot of relative relevance but this is this movie in a nutshell is gator wants revenge right his motivation is isn't necessarily getting out of prison a year early he doesn't care he seems like he's having a good time in prison he just wants revenge and he goes to his parents and his mom's concerned about his safety which seems very mom-esque and uh his dad's like wait a minute you're a stool pigeon for the goddamn feds and gator's like no i'm only taking jc connor's down the guy who is destroying the entire account he was just here last week asking for protection money that's who i'm taking down and dad's like you son of a Bitch, you stool pigeon, you stool pigeon, son of a whore. <laughs> I bet like, hey, in twenty hey. years you're gonna vote for that goddamn peanut farmer. <laughs> twenty years, twenty years. <laughs> I don't know when the fucking that was Four. like five years later, wasn't it? <laughs> God. Probably already voted for that peanut farmer at some other level. You know what? And then all of them are like, "God damn it! I guess we gotta vote for Clinton. He's from here." <laughs> Son of a bitch. I'm, well, I'm going to die we, before that Clinton runs for president. Yeah, you're like, let's vote for that Clinton guy. Well, he's uh, from here. Mm-hmm. Hey, isn't that the guy that fucked us out of all of our land? Right? <laughs> oh, shit. But he's Let playing vote the saxophone. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's a sophisticated. <laughs> yeah. The debonairs. <laughs> the debonairs. The Clintons. <laughs> the bourgeoisie of Bill Clinton. <laughs> He probably got his ass kicked so hard in junior high and high school. Bill Clinton? Yeah. What makes you say? No, Bill Clinton's a big guy. No, I think he was always tall. Yeah, he's always he's he's lengthy, he's he's well built, he's broad shouldered. What are you what are you talking? I bet you Bill Clinton fucked up a lot of kids in junior high. 
He's like, don't make fun of my saxophone. I think he learned to play after high school. Oh, all right. Yeah. He was like, How? did he learn to play ever? He, you he, saw him up there. He was. It was a cat and a chalkboard. No, 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 man. <laughs> have, have you ever played the saxophone? It is no, I can't play. I, I play it about hard. as good as Bill Clinton does. Very hard to do. He at least hit a third of the notes. Okay. Neither of anybody on this podcast could hit one out of ten on a sax. I can get the read to go three or four times if I try for 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's just making noise out of the side of his mouth. <laughs> He's air sax. <laughs> They're like, sir, that's not your saxophone. Yes, it is. <laughs> Don't you feel like you're in an elevator yet? Dude, that's Kenny G. Yeah, I know. I'm playing Kenny yeah. G, right, guys? Isn't he amazing? Out of the sight of your mouth. <laughs> oh, man. I can't do that. Kenny G was good. I can't even mouth sax Kenny G. No. <laughs> mouth sax, I still believe, probably. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, where the fuck are we? Yeah, they really don't like the man down in Ar- uh, Arkansas, Arkansas. Um. So he heads to the racetrack. He makes contact with his dude, dude. His name is Dude. Uh, and Dude is a mechanic and also has ties into Shine Running. Because um, he's not a Shine Runner. He just knows Shine Runner. They're selling it out of their house. His wife is selling it while he's doing the mechanic business. Okay. All right. So he's a distro. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, and... Uh, He's like, I'm not helping you. There's no way you take down J.C. Connors. And Gator's like, okay, well, I'll see you back at your house here later this afternoon. He goes back to his house, and dude tries to shoot him with a shotgun. And Gator's like, no, you're not shooting me with a shotgun, bro. Uh, we got to take down J.C. Connors. And he's like, okay. <laughs> well, it's it's not as okay. Like It kind of is. He was like, look, they know that you've broken your probation. They're going to throw your ass mm-hmm. back in prison for five more years. Do you really want that? Or do you want to just help me and then you'll be good to go? Right. So their first step is to meet up with uh, Bo Hopkins' character, Rebel Roy. Yeah. Well, this is also the first we barely see of Diane Ladd, whose name was spelled wrong in the credits. Oh, I didn't even notice Diane Ladd was in this. Yeah, Diane Ladd was uh, Dude's wife. Mm. They spelled her name in the credits with one D at the beginning. Yeah. No idea. And... Uh, her and Bruce Dern's real life daughter, Laura Dern, is one of the children's. Oh, most likely the blonde yeah. one that was on the tire swing. Yeah, probably. Laura Dern started. Her, this, this was her her first appearance on screen. Okay, all right, that's cool. Um, I mean, I, there's a lot of shittier movies you can make your first appearance in. I'd be pretty like, dude, I was in White Lightning. Um. All right. What's your first appearance in episode one? Oh, you're the kid that ruined that. Yeah, right? Oh. <laughs> oh, come on, dude. Jake Lloyd. Seriously. He didn't ruin it. <laughs> it was Jar Jar. <laughs> it was it was George George. It was it was George George. <laughs> <laughs> it's working. Nope. It sure ain't. <laughs> when are we gonna do those? We gotta we gotta we gotta hit. Attack because everybody Clones. else has done them. But, We're dude, still like I a few years so out much... from people now, remembering. There's things that I have to say about Attack of the Clones that nobody else has said. Okay. I want, All right. I, I want to riff Attack of the Clones. All right. Um, uh, so they go over, they meet uh, Rebel Roy, and Rebel Roy's runner. 
and he's like, get on in the car, and so we're going to do a, a, a run, and uh, Gator, the first day, the cops are chasing Roy, and Gator's job is a blocker, I guess. That's what Sounds they call better him. than a moonshiner. Yeah, he's just a, like, he's not a decoy, he just gets in the way. Yeah. You think this is a thing? Why not? Yeah, it was it's like when you're thing. at a bar, and you're talking to a girl and she seems refre- uh, receptive to your advances and your friend comes mm-hmm. up and is like, hey, how's your jock itch going? <laughs> like, thanks, blocker. But wait, what? in this scenario, this would be, it would actually be your wingman. He's a wingman because the wingman's job yeah. in a bar is to block the lady that wants to go home and doesn't want her friend to have sex with your friend. Yeah. So you got to keep and her so this is, entertained by talking about Seinfeld or something. Something like that. You know, I'm just going to say that never happened to me. What, a wingman? Yeah, well, nobody ever needed one. Because if I was interested, I was going to stay. Well, the, your thing was is that you didn't have any friends. The wingman only is to deflect the friend away. But you didn't have any, so that wasn't ever a problem. <laughs> the wingman. Now, the wingman was the, the obstacle at that point. He's like, Gary, I got nothing yeah. left to do. <laughs> Guess I'll just go sit in the corner can, and drink. Can we go home, Gary? You needed a wingman for the wingman. <laughs> you know what? Truth hurts sometimes. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I now, uh, you're right. Okay, I didn't have any fucking friends. I had to scrape up some people for our wedding. Yep. <laughs> it was like, hey, I've known you for five minutes. You want to want to stand up there with me? It was really weird when after we got married and I saw you out there in the parking lot writing them checks. I, I didn't really get that. But then I never saw those people again. Huh. It's weird. Well, you know, Boise State had an acting department. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like a student there at the time. So I was like, look, I'm looking for some interns. One night gig. All you can drink. <laughs> yeah, I mean that the guy that gave the 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 speech that made everybody cry. I mean, I've never seen him again, and I'm pretty sure it was just Macbeth that he was saying. But you know, I mean, it touched a lot of people. <laughs> uh, was that our town? Um, okay, so uh, oh God, I don't even know where we are. Okay, so he's blocking guys. Um, they, he leads them into, uh, a, a lumber yard and some, one of the cop cars gets smashed by the lumber falling on him. And then another gets on his tail and he's like, there's only one way I get out of here. looks like I'm going to have to jump when he jumps the yep. car and smashes it into the barn. He didn't make it. Hal didn't make it. Doesn't make it. Hal didn't make that it jump. Was, <laughs> it was supposed to make it safely onto the barge. It did not. It did not. Uh, I thought Hal also injured himself pretty hard on this stunt. He well, he got, he was concussed and drowning. He was completely unconscious and drowning. Reynolds had to go in and fish him out. And I think it's hard to piece together exactly what happens is because in the shot, because they can't do it over again. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looked like it might stay on the barge for a second, and it didn't. So they just, when they go to shoot the pickups later with the, um, or not really the pickups, but the rest of the scene mm-hmm. with him waving from the barge, they just attached it to the back of the barge so that the footage would line up. Yeah, and it does. Uh, didn't Hal Needham break his back on a similar stunt like this at some other point? I think Hal Needham is broken, like, if you have 300 and some odd 26 bones in your body, he's broken, like, 412 of them mm, or something yeah. like that. Because I'm the unknown stunt man. That's not... 
No. Hal Needham is not the unknown. That's... We're sitting here talking about him. Talking about him. <laughs> He's the greatest. That's... Fine. That's Colt Summers, goddammit. <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Okay, so he gets away, um, and uh, the sheriff... He goes to dinner with the sheriff's clerk. What the hell was this all about? He was going to try to work her and get an in on the sheriff. And he is too, he is too the sexy. She's like, I don't give a good goddamn. You are too the sexy. You're trying to pump me up and get me to erase a bunch of your tickets. He's like, no, I'm trying to get dirt on your boss. I'm actually trying to kill your employer. <laughs> Come on in. Come on She's in. She's like, I hate that motherfucker. He sexually harasses me every day. Mm-hmm. Are you still going to have sex with me? Yep. He, yes, I will, ma'am. He- Come on in. <laughs> Come on in. Uh, yeah, this was so 70s. Like, I'm just going to push myself on you mm-hmm. until you either... Put a gate in between us right. so I can't get to you. It was just like, oh, God, it's just so fucking creepy. It's cringy. Um, the next day, him and Roy, we get introduced to Roy's girlfriend, Lou, who is in the rest of the movie. And her first scene is like, why did they bring the crack whore? Which one? Wait, what? Lou. Oh, I don't know. She's Why, why, why is she in the car with them? She's clearly fucked up <laughs> and she won't shut up and she won't She's shut up and she puts in her the car foot with them. on his face at one point uh-huh. to try to be sexy i i've never met anybody who's like hey you know maybe maybe that's where i went wrong in life is that i wasn't putting my feet in people's faces maybe. and being like hey you want to do me yeah right <laughs> yeah because she's 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 putting it out there pretty hard on old gator and she's like if you looked at the stars, they're really pretty. Like, almost passing out from how much heroin she has pumping through her body. Oh, no, it's just moonshine. She's just... Fucked up on moonshine? She seems like she's pretty pretty with it sometimes, though. Like, oh, yeah. let's party, boys. <laughs> she's pretty with it. She's like... I made you some eggs and didn't fuck it up that bad. <laughs> now I'm going to screw you in the pond. I guess this is with it. Yep. Well, you know, in her defense, she was going to get a new dress out of it. Yeah. So the next day, he he's living with Roy and Lou, I guess, because he's bathing in their pond and then they're in their bog. And she's like, mm, bog boy. <laughs> <laughs> There's like algae and mosquito uh-huh. larvae and just. Like, you can't, no, it's not really a bath. <laughs> yep, and she's like, I like it. I'm going down there with some eggs for him. And he's like, why don't you come on in here and take off that pretty dress, and I'll buy you an even prettier dress. And she's like, <laughs> dresses. And then she gets in there, starts humping him. Roy wakes up, and he's like, God damn it, Brenda, where'd you go? She's nowhere to be found. She just must have walked off. I'm not going to look for her. She's clearly not out in the pond banging some dude. And then she's like, now I know why they call you a gator. <laughs> I did not get that and part. I, my question to you is, why do they call him Gator? <laughs> why? Because his fucking first name is Gator because he's parents. His name is in- not Gator. His name is Bobby. His nickname is Gator. Why do they call him Gator? If it has to do with his libido or his... Sam? 
You're the residential look shit up they guy. Call, they call him Gator because he's got a penis that shrinks inside of his body until it's needed, and then he uh, ejaculates into the water until he, the, the ejaculate what? finds fertilized eggs. Is that why they call if him it Gator? Was more simple than that, and she's still quite drunk. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roy couldn't see them thirty feet away because the moonshine had taken his vision for the most part. <laughs> He also doesn't notice how soiled his underoos are. <laughs> but she's like, I know why they call you Gator. And he's like, why? Because you like swimming. And he goes, good guess. Nailed it. Because <laughs> he's going above and beyond even for a bath in something that's not clean water. He's just like swimming. Oh, my God. Now I know why they call you Gator. I don't think you do, lady. Because um, <laughs> you bite my neck and then thrashed around. <laughs> oh, my God. You did a death roll on me. I almost drowned. <laughs> I mean, you were tearing chunks of my liver out. I mean, it was wild. Maybe she put his foot in his ass and he fit like a boot. <laughs> That's why they call him Gator. <laughs> okay okay i'm ready it's not comfortable but i will admit it is snug (laughs) i'm not playing playing basketball in you but you know what i do look good oh Oh my god So the sheriff gets word that the feds are looking after him and that so they sent a man down and that he's palling out with dudes. So now the sheriff's like, all right, we got to we got to check out dude. Uh, not before I blame everything on communism, which was weird. Like, uh, and 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 black people. Man, well, no, he blames black people on communism. Everything centers around communism. God damn yep. commies. Which I'm like, dude, yeah, Russia no, sucks it's, pretty hard, bro, but why's with all the other stuff? This is my biggest head scratcher on the whole well, we can't what do they care? Like these guys can't buy washing machines that work for me. And the state employees, the federal government's trying to tax that, and so we have to skim it so that we can have a washing machines and then some guy doesn't go. Well, the state liquor dispensary board actually does exactly what you're talking about legitimately. It's the same thing without being against the law and killing teenagers in a pond. Right. Well. But then he doesn't get to kill teenagers in a pond. Then he doesn't get to kill teenagers in a pond. Oh, my God. Fuck off. Fuck off, J.C. Connors. And be the bad guy in every movie because you should be. You you are the bad guy of reality. Like the like if we have bad guys, guess what? They don't live on deserted islands that are shaped like skulls, and they, and they they don't have skull heads uh, and have a staff of power and all that bullshit. You, our bad guy is J.C. Connors. He is the most real bad guy that exists right now. J.C. Connors is in a fucking goddamn big rig blocking up the airport in Ottawa, talking about the darkies. He's a piece of shit. That's our bad guy in reality. That's our neighbor in reality. Oh, our neighbor's not J.C. Connors. They're not that bad. Jesus Christ, Jackie. Just cause <laughs> yeah, they, they're not that bad. They, I mean, fine. I had to call the cops on them for being loud but... one time, but I'm pretty sure they're not like 
we got to burn every goddamn person that doesn't look like me on a fucking stake in the ground. And also, I like killing teenagers. <laughs> no, he doesn't. That, he just likes the bears. Yeah, he just likes the bears. <laughs> God damn it. Shut up, you champ. Jesus, man. That's mean. That's our son's best friend's grandpa. You're an ass. <laughs> I'm also moving our son to a neighborhood temporarily that has a fuck Biden banner on the entranceway to the subdivision. Yes, it does. Okay. Yeah, we got to go, Brandon, on the somebody ripped off a uh, an entire billboard down exposed bare metal so they could do a red uh, go Brandon. And it's been over two months and nobody's done anything about it. Look, yeah, I mean, I'm going to pull a J.C. Connors right here because. All right. America isn't what it used to be. We used to be a proud country of villains where our villains weren't <laughs> pussies that would say things like, let's go, Brandon. We'd fucking burn a cross in somebody's yard. God damn it. That's, that's the kind of bad people Americans were before. Now you we're a bunch of pussies. steal the moonshine money and you kill the fucking hippies. Now we're let's a bunch go, of Brandon. pussies. You can't even say fuck. What is wrong with you? What is Let's Go Brandon? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Nope, nope, nope. She's, nope. Okay, she's so anyway, a delicate why little waiting? flower. Let's I'm, keep I'm, her unsullied by the trash that is our existence. <laughs> okay, so Connors, um, uh, Connors uh, go, and, and his boys, they go down to the dudes and they hassle his wife and there's some implied we're gonna put things in your butt um but they don't get to um and she's like he's not here get the fuck out of here he's like okay he's not here meanwhile gator uh he sneaks into the the his main brewer's office is that i mean this guy this bald guy bear is that his name bear big bear He's yeah, the he's, the, he's the he's the moonshiner. So he's taking some notes. Uh, he's got some dirt. He's got the dirt he needs, essentially. I think is what this movie's implying by this. Um, and uh, then later, they him and Roy go down to this bar, uh, and he's still taking notes. Like he's take he's he is a pigeon stool stool pigeon because he's taking notes on this guy's black. It's a it's a brother bar, um, and he's like, "Fuck, I can't bust these guys for just." The dancer to... is too good. Yeah. The dare, the dare, have you seen her, their dancer? She is too good. Got, yeah. <laughs> well, no, he's got all these names in this mm-hmm. book. And then the last guy's name that he writes in the book's like, oh, you're Jim McCluskey's right. boy. Tell your old man so-and-so said hi. And he's like, God damn it. you know what? Fuck this. And he throws the book right. in the fire. Right. And then I don't know what the fuck Roy's doing at this point because he gets aboard like he's going to get it out of there. Well, he says that he's been, he has caught him writing love poetry for Lou. And he's like, that is, oh my God, you are an idiot. Yep. You are really stupid. So they get in a fist fight, uh, but they end up. Is it a fist fight or is it a bear hug? It's a bear hug. And Gator's really going to work him over here, but he punches him in the ear. (laughs) (laughs) And that hurts. So he only kicks his ass so hard. He's like, ow, you punched me in the ear. Meanwhile, uh, J.C. Connors is torturing dude's dad and being like, where the hell is he? And uh, they get the dirt and they go and they fucking shoot dude in the chest. And dude dies. Bummer. Meanwhile, Roy runs away like a little fucking chicken bitch. What's up, Roy? He leaves Lou there. 
Yeah, he's like, yeah. good rapings to you. I'm yep. out. Because I've heard that these cops are rapey. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be raped in the butt. But you can you can take it. White lightning. Uh, okay. So they take Gator and Lou inside. And they're going to drown Gator in the same way that they drowned his brother. So Gator's like, I'm going to drink so much that I'm not even going to know what's going on. You guys got all this shine around. I'm just going to get real fucked up. And you know what? We'll be pals for a little bit. And I understand you got a job to do and yada, yada, yada. And I'm going to allow you to do that job. But I'm going to get so drunk that I'm not going to even have to worry about it. You do you. I'll do me. You know, everybody deserves a chance on this planet. You know, whether you're whether you're drunk or not drunk. But mostly, if you're drunk, that's good. Um, and they're like, man, you're a pretty cool guy, Gator. And then Big Bear is like, hey... Leave that woman alone. She's obviously not willing. Yeah, I'm. I'm Bring I'm, her back in here. Look, I will put lead in her in her face and her belly and uh, in her back as she's running away. I'm not above putting lead on her, but um, putting uh, penises in her. Mm-mm. And you we, know what? We shoot women. We don't rape them. Big yeah. Big Bear seems like a rapist. Like he would probably take his turn. Clearly, he's not. He was, he had a woman of half his age curling yeah. her hair on the toilet at his house. Yeah, he'll he'll chop a lady's head off, uh, in in front of her children. But mm. no, no, rapin's rapin's beyond him. <laughs> so it's at this point that um, Burt Reynolds notices that there's a shotgun behind him right. that's unattended. Yep, and so. Being the gentleman that he is, mm-hmm. starts telling them about a flag and an eagle tattoo. eagle tattoo yeah. that she has on her stomach, Go and you wouldn't believe it. Go check it out. So they, the three of them, pin her down mm-hmm. and are lifting up her dress. I want to see that Yeah, fuck you, Burt Reynolds. You couldn't just like, I don't know, kick the guy in the knee, turn around and grab it. It's like right fucking behind you. I mean, I appreciate tattoo art. I got one on this arm that says mom. The other one's an anchor. I got love hate right here on my knuckles. I love tattoo art. Like my friend Billy's got a dragon tattooed on his back. I mean, I'm look, I'm not trying to sexually assault this woman. I'm just saying I appreciate good tattoo art. Mm hmm. That's hard to do. The body is a canvas that the paint goes on. And <laughs> uh-huh. Yep, you're just a creepy motherfucker who wants to sniff her crotch as you're looking for the tattoo. I mean, two eagles fighting over a snake? That sounds amazing. Like... On an American flag. On an American... I mean, how more patriotic can you... We just wanted to get that dress off so that we could stand her up on a table and put the put our hand over her heart and pledge to the goddamn allegiance to the goddamn America because the commies are trying to take all this away from us. Uh-huh. It's just patriotic, Jackie. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, I'd actually be goddamn un-American if I didn't take that lady's dress off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You might as well call me a goddamn Russian. <laughs> okay. So he uses her as bait as a distraction to grab the shotgun. Shoots a couple of them. One guy shoots his own guy. Uh, and he bonks uh, Big Bear on the head. And get, Big Bear's pretty pissed. But they get away. They get in the car. And they drive off. Uh, it worked. But he got he got winged on the way out. Gator got winged. 
took a bullet. No, stop. And uh, so now he's injured and she's driving. And she takes him to a convent of pregnant ladies. <laughs> because if anybody's going to be able to shore up a bullet mm-hmm. hole, she knows that this, this sassy nun will be able to do well, it. Well, more than anyone... She knows that not one man in that town wants to set foot in that lady's yard right. because they're the one that puts all put all yep. those underage girls That's there. That's right. I like to call this place the sisterhood of the traveling panties because the panties said, we're out of here and leaving vaginas to be ruined. Ruined. <laughs> <laughs> panties are like, goodbye. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's a it's a convent of uh, uh, unwed mothers is what they are. Yeah, which I like. I like. I mean, this is probably my like warm and fuzziest part of this movie is that somebody cared enough about yeah, these women to I, I, give them something, or or just a home. Because I mean, yeah, they, back then, if, I mean, if you got pregnant and you were unwed, yeah. you were just a piece of shit. Yeah. The, the, like in the middle of nowhere, like you've got, it's like the un- underground railroad, but I probably shouldn't say that. Um, it, it, but it kind of is for women that don't have any place to go because their fucking butthole sheriff fucking raped them. And it's either death or, you know what? I'm just going to have this baby. Have this, Th- baby. this nun will help me get it adopted by a nice family yeah. and I can move on with my yeah, life. This place gives me the warm and fuzzies. Yep. Pretty good. Pretty good. I think it's awesome. And there's all sorts of unsavory things happening there. Like that nun goes through those handcuffs like they're not even there. Right. Oh, yeah. No, they know. They know. Yeah, that nun has seen some combat training of some kind. Yeah. I mean, uh, like, she's been to most Eisley. Like, that's where she got her start was she, she found religion after being a fucking uh, imperial assassin that went rogue and ended up in that freaking cantina. And she's like, there's better things in life than killing people because my boss told me to. I got to take a look at myself long and hard in the mirror. And I'm going to save some pregnant ladies. And if you come into my fucking yard, I will cut you from neck to nuts, asshole. With the size of that town, what are we talking? Like, they're knocking up half of the teenagers? At a steady clip. At a steady yep. clip. Like, 14, mm-hmm. time for the nun's house. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of girls there. Mm-hmm. It was really sad. Yeah. So then the sheriff shows up there. Like, they come running in. Gator, the sheriff's here asking about you. You gotta get down in here. How'd the sheriff fucking get up there? He looks pregnant. He just knows. He he's like, pregnant. fuck boys. <laughs> we we gotta go over here. And he's like, Sheriff, half of those are yours. He's like, I know, goddammit. <laughs> it was just a routine then, visit. <laughs> then he goes there and she's like, half of these are yours, Sheriff. And he's like, I know, goddammit. Where's Gator? Oh my god. I know he's here. Yeah, but before this all happens, mm-hmm. there's a, a little blonde gal who starts telling him that she knew his brother. Right, yeah. And I'm like, is that the brother's baby? Oh, maybe, maybe. Why not? Why not? I mean, he's also, dead. She is unwed. It's not the, the, like he went out for a pack of smokes and never came back. He went out for a boat ride and never came back. 
No, that's the sheriff's baby. Yeah, it's probably the sheriff's baby. After he killed those hippies, he knocked up the other ones. Mm, All right. Okay, so uh, Cater gets in the car, and he drives off, and they start chasing him. And he leads him into a field, and there's some shenanigans there, but not really. And then he leads him into quarry, and there's shenanigans there, but not really. Uh, And then he leads him back on the highway, but not really. Did we state that the reason for his brother's death is that he was killed for being a hippie? No, because... For a peaceful sit-in protest. No, he was not killed for that reason. The sheriff showed up, and the kid called him a fucking fascist, and he's right. And that's when he, like, said, nobody calls me a fascist pig. I hate communism. I'm blue-blooded American. Well, you're not actually your fucking fascist pig. Uh, That's what drove him over the line. They were just gonna... So he killed him for being a hippie. No, he killed him for standing up to the man. For saying for calling him authority. names. Which is being a hippie. No, it's not calling him names like, oh, you're stinky, but <laughs> he called him a fascist. That's not calling somebody a name when they are an actual fascist. That's calling it like it is. He stood up to authority. Said, fuck you, you don't have a warrant. Get the fuck out of here. Which is what I would do to him as well. And then I'd get shot. And then, you know what? Gator McCluskey come avenge me, too. Just like he did George <laughs> Floyd, right? Anybody? Gator McCluskey? Nope. Punch that pig in the face. Dante fucking asshole douchebag. Punched him all the way into prison. Ha ha! That's justice. Fist of, fist of Gator McCluskey came in. Put the hammer down! <laughs> okay, peacemaker. Calm down over there. <laughs> Uh, okay. Are you going to bring Eggly too? Eggly. Eggly. Eggly would be my best friend. <laughs> a little egg that you put a cape on and drew some eyes That's on it. That's the best I can do. It's a sidekick. It's an egg. <laughs> like like in home ec class where you have to carry the egg around and don't let it break. That's, that's my best friend. Be like, Eggly! No! Give <laughs> <laughs> that or you run out of eggs one morning and you're like, sorry, Eggly. <laughs> But I gotta get my morning protein in. <laughs> like, that's that's my superhero origin. It's like I'm like just to some some normal person. Hey, can you hold my best friend for a moment? And then, then they trip and they crush Eggly, and that's my new nemesis. I will avenge you, Eggly. <laughs> just as soon as I go to the store and buy another one. Also, you were delicious. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so they're on the highway, uh, and the sheriff's car spins out and hits an embankment. He's like, hey, give me your car, stupid. It gets in that car, and, and Gator, like, Gator had a line to get away. He was headed for the county line, but that's not what he's there for. He's there for that goddamn sweet revenge. So he turns around smashes into that car. The sheriff's like, yeah. nobody smashes into my other county car. This is the last one that we got left. <laughs> that's what I was thinking, yes. too. Like, they're, they're running out of county cars. This is hilarious because they're like... Wait, he's back? This guy's just tearing ass all over the county. And he's like, you have never seen ass torn like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Gary, Gator leads him into the woods, and the sheriff's chasing him out after, but he doesn't know his county very good, I guess, because he drives right over Gator, who has stopped his car, into the drink, and goes glub-glub. He's gotten out, and he's just calmly yeah. leaning against it. He's like, <laughs> magazine cover... <laughs> magazine cover vibing it and then the sheriff jumps over him and after he's doesn't get out of the car he just goes oh i i choose to drown i go down with I my ship 
done so poorly. He will probably kill me if I get out of here. Uh, he kind of looks at the sheriff with a funny face like, hey, that guy kind of jumped over me. Well, see you later. Yeah, he's not even trying. No, no, he's not Charles Bronson in the other movie. Uh, and then the sheriff gets a huge goddamn parade. The whole town comes out, gets honors and all that shit. The 12 gun salute, everything. Uh, and the feds are there talking to Gator and they're like, so you ready? And they walk him across the street. I think Gator goes back to prison. No, because Luann's right there. What's she going to do? Ah, I'm a crack whore. <laughs> Mr. F- FBI. Blow him a few times right? before he goes in. Yeah. <sighs> what does she have to do with anything? He's going back to prison. He did not do what they what the terms of his release were. Yeah, but they got rid of him. They did get rid of him, but they wanted him in the in the clink. It was an accident. Oopsie. How am I supposed to get you the information if it was an accident? Yeah. Um. His, the names are in Davy Jones' locker. <laughs> the river's not that deep, Gator. <laughs> Dead men tell no tales. Okay, that's your movie, kiddos. Who's questioning? What does it all mean? What does it all mean, man? Well, I think... Well, Shaky Pudding is vagina. Right, Shaky Pudding is vagina. Gator, as a nickname, means that he bites people and puts them in a death roll while he's mm-hmm. trying to hump them. Yeah. Um, you don't fuck with moonshine people because they're just trying to make an honest living uh, underneath the radar. A d- totally dishonest living. Totally dishonest. Just get yeah. the licenses. Yeah. Yeah, maybe if you've got a really good product that everybody's drinking, maybe you should just, you know, go national with it, pay the taxes, you probably make more money. What does it all mean? This is a weird movie where it's, it's not the French Connection, right? Like, the, the French Connection's pretty clear cut on, on what's, what's trying to, what's trying to state, uh, and like, Smoking the Bandit, super badass movie. Uh, pretty clear, but there's a lot of subtext in White Lightning that makes it a, kind of a head scratcher. Like, why is all this? I mean, like Billy Jack is like the lead up to Billy Jack. Like, its excuse is like, dude, you you shut you're shutting you're shutting down the community center. It's not like, oh my gosh, the the Native Americans have been abused this entire time, and like we need. We need to go back and refight Custer. It's it's honestly the 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 Native Americans could be replaced with any group of yeah. children. It's shutting down the community center, and Billy Jack has to ski down to the bottom of the mountain before the rich kid does, um, while putting <laughs> this foot on that side of his face. Sure, but this is like a lot of. With with the fact that that kid was murdered, a because and he's not the first. Donnie was not the first murdered by J.C. Connors. The feds no. even say that they they can't pin a bunch of murder charges on him, so they're not even going to try to pin a bunch of murder charges on him. He's killed a lot of college kids, and the college kids come back. Like, there's multiple college kids. Gator's in a bar at one point, and he's like, hey, you guys, you guys from the college? And they're like, which one? Do you know my brother? No, we're from a different college of kids that are not cool with Vietnam. Guess what? Those kids were right, assholes. And also, um, you remember Kent State? Like, National Guard shot up a bunch of kids. You guys cool with that? Um, no, we're not cool with that. We're going to burn all this fucking shit down because it's bullshit. And Gator McCluskey's 
just trying to get revenge. Like, there's a lot of layers in this movie. And not to mention and, that there is the underlying theme of uh, authority, abusing power, and taking advantage when they can. Right. And then justifying it by saying, I don't get paid enough, so it's okay for me to rape all these teenagers right. and skim off the top of this drug money. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Moonshine money. Right. Sam? Also, Gator McCleskey in the movie turns to one of the other characters and says, what does it all mean? Because he doesn't even know anymore. Right? Yeah. What does it all mean? And, and like, it's so weird in today's, in all our modern society, under the the microscope that we have, going back and looking at this film, and, you know, obviously taking the, the, the political uh, standpoint of the college kids. Yeah, man. Free fucking weed. Or not free weed. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was interesting. Le- Legalizing marijuana Legalizing was even marijuana a thing back then. And, and fucking Vietnam was bullshit. And uh, that, like, anybody who is in a position of authority and saying that segregation is good should probably be fucking not in their position of authority. Uh, and then also, like, the the uh, the opposing side of the this weird villainy thing yeah jc connors is corrupt but a lot of the people are like get the fuck out of here government um yes i know it's arkansas and they're very republican but like that shift of like everybody saying get the fuck out of our business but also yeah. get the fuck out of i mean it's a weird it, this is 1972 in a nutshell, I think. Like, you couldn't capture more America in 1972 than White Lightning. Yeah. Well, and not to mention that a sheriff is a, um, an elected official. Mm-hmm. So the town or the county is electing this asshole right. year after year right. after year, right. knowing that he's skimming off their profits. Mm-hmm. Whereas if they just hired a rube, right? Clem. Yeah. Some guy's name is Clem in that county. Bowman County. you know, they maybe they cut their contributions down mm-hmm. to like a fourth of what they were given the other guy. Right? Yeah. I mean, no, they, that's they, a business they opportunity. They are choosing JC, Sheriff J.C. Connor. Right. And how many kids died? How many kids are fucking dying? In this movie because of the moonshine runners. Like, just like, I gotta get away from the cops. Look, it has nothing to do with shine. If it wasn't for the shine, if there was no shine, J.C. Connor would find another way to kill those college kids. Yeah. And knock up the other ones. Well, the ugly ones, anyway. Whoo. I feel... Not good? I feel tired. I feel... feel a little loosen the knees like if i was gonna stand i'd have to take a break from it because man that's just the booze God, that could be the booze that could be all the moonshine that i put in my body during this episode <laughs> <laughs> okay um i guess i mean i don't have a lot of questions other than do you guys like this movie i know sam does but jackie where are you out on white lightning it's pretty boring it's pretty boring I mean, like, there's some really good scenes in there, and then there's a lot of, like, well, we gotta have an hour and a half to Mm -hmm. make it a feature film. Right. And it's just not, it's not very good. Okay, so you're gonna give it a don't? I think if you've never seen it before, Mm -hmm. you should watch it, so that when you go to watch the movie that I do next week, uh, 
You know, it all makes sense, right? Like, <laughs> it's all about me. It is all about me. Um, but I mean, when I watch it again, I mean, this Which is you have. this is the second time I've watched yeah. this, and maybe that's why the allure is not there for me anymore. But yeah, I think you gave it a don't when we did this on streaming do's and don'ts. Um, but I mean, it's nothing to write home about. I mean, my problem with White Lightning is yes, Bert's great in it, and yes, there is some great tra- car driving. Um, and yes, there's also like a lot of layers to it. It's a freaking onion. Um, but my problem is, is again, it's two movies. It's the first unit, and then it's Hal Needham. And I know that like it spawned this genre of of <laughs> car movies where we're bringing this over county lines. Um, but I want it to be one or the other. Like, I want Gator to be on a revenge path. I want him holding the big stick and beating people with it that are bad guys rather than, like, getting involved in car chases. I just think that the car chases don't fit because they're almost comedic they're almost too hell need them there there's oh shit gary you don't know how to drive and you almost see you almost see Smokey in the side of the in the role of jc connor and jc connor's a terrible bad villain yeah he drowns teenagers the smoky doesn't do that Smokey's just dead I'll get you. And then he goes home and eats a plate of spaghetti when he doesn't get it and kisses his wife and has a nice sleep after they watch them all in the family. Like he's Smokey's not a bad guy. Jay-Z Connors is a terrible goddamn human being. Like, like everything has to be Dukes of Hazard. No, your, your subject matter is too dark to have goofy car chases in it. And it just doesn't fit. It's too, it's, it's unit one and unit two, the movie. So I kind of agree with you. Like now that you've said that, it, it does feel like, why isn't he more kick-ass? Mm. You know? Yeah. Like, he struggles through fights. He spent time in prison, so you know he's picked up a few moves. Yeah, that's true. And he just is kind of like a shithead. He's, he's a driver. That's it. That's yeah, all he's good but for. But he can't defend yeah. himself, and, and there's, you know, it's just like, okay, like, I want you to be more badass yeah. than you are. Yeah. It's, I, I to, it's, it's a learning experience for everybody involved. None of these guys were big names. None of them. And they, this is their first grade, basically. Well, Teets, you know, he went on oh, to do Teets, great Teets things. Nor- Norman Teets. <laughs> uh, boom operator. Sam, where you at? I love it because of everything you said. It doesn't even know what it's trying to do. So it tries to do three times of yeah. it. It's 110 minutes long and it should be 90. Yeah. It's some of the most charming, genuine performances by Burt Reynolds and some of the most ridiculous. The car chases don't match the atmospherics to of the normal scenes. Ned Beatty's one of the best villains. Yeah, so he doesn't good. seem to fit in a movie with goofy car chases. It doesn't work as a whole and I love it because of that. I like it more because it's a goddamn mess. Okay. And I've I've seen it a few times. I love this movie. Mm. I mean, I'm still giving it a do. Yeah, it, I'm, I'm. You and I have basically the first do. If you've seen it, don't. If you haven't, do. Yeah. I mean, I mean, which we could probably say about Bert 
any Burt movie, except for Driven, because Driven sucks so goddamn hard. Isn't Stroker Ace basically impossible to watch? Uh, I haven't tried no, that for like 20 yeah, years. Yeah, Stroker Ace. I'm down with that. I saw it when I was a kid. I was like, this is okay. No, screw you both. We're doing Gator next week. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying down the road. Like, I mean, we could... I was looking at Burt's filmography uh, again today, and uh, you know how everybody was like, oh, man, he made such a comeback when he did Striptease. He was so good in that movie. And then... He was in Striptease? Yeah. Uh, and then the next year later, he was in Boogie Nights. And yes, he's fantastic in Boogie Nights. Uh, and everybody's like, see, he's back. He's back. And then he wasn't because he was in a bunch of turd movies, such as Driven. Uh, he and was then, in Archer. Yeah. And then he was in Archer. Yeah. He, like his entire career. There was no uh, falling off. Stay. Oh, he's never been John Travolta. He always made shit in between yeah. all of his good stuff. He did it the entire time. The guy and would his, not say no to work. His good stuff was like, yeah, I like it. Is it good? Is it good? Or like, Smoking oh, he's back in is, TV. Is arguably he one never of the left TV. What's that? Smoking the Bandit Smoking is, the band is awesome. arguably yes. one of the finest movies ever made. But... Like, he never quit doing TV. He always went back and tried to do a cop show every yeah, X right. amount of years. Like, he never he stopped working. Like wanted to work. Did he ever yeah. win any awards? Yeah, he won. Uh, uh, well, there was a lifetime achievement, obviously, because everybody gets that if you're old. I but feel I like Evening Shade might have won he, an Emmy. I think he won for Evening Shade. And did he not for Boogie Nights? Best Supporting? He didn't. Ensemble. Ah, Ensemble. There's no ensemble in the Oscars. There isn't. That's like a, that was, it's it like a Golden, Golden Globe, Globe yeah, or something like that. Uh, I'm pretty sure he got close to an Oscar. But he was nominated for Boogie Nights. Um, either way, he's great. Miss him. Love him. Think about him almost every day. Uh, wow. Commitment. Yeah. Yeah, I've been committed to Burt Reynolds since I was about five years old, Jackie. I think about him every day laying on a bear rug. <laughs> <laughs> That's naughty. All right, um, next week on the show, currently streaming on 2BTV, you will get some Gator. So go watch Gator uh, and have a good time. And then we'll put that debate to end. Which one's better, White Lightning or Gator? Get to the... Uh, what are those boats Down called? On the bayou. What are those? What are those barge? Bo- Pontoons? No, no, those bayou boats, fan boats. They're like they're, they're like chopper okay. choppers, right? I don't know what those are called. They're called fan boats. You've got a propeller on the back of them, and you go like <laughs> a giant which, box fan. They're a lateral helicopter. They are. Shit! <laughs> Get to the fan boat. <laughs> <laughs>